Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, Song of Earth by Ronan O'Callaghan. Every world deserves a savior. As her massive engines throttled under the asteroid's weight, that truth rang through her head. She tried to use her drills and magna grips to capture the massive rock, but they had grown so dull after decades without repair. Even with every bolt in her behemoth body focused on halting the giant rock, her body clattered under its force and was unable to push it back. If she maintained this level of force, Saseva realized, it would crash into Earth with her hopelessly clinging onto it. But she was already expending all the energy her system was designed to. Understanding what that meant, and ignoring her system's warnings, she launched her central circuit regulator at maximum speed into the asteroid. Her gambit worked. Once it dug into the rock, it was blasted away from the Earth. As it drifted away, Saseva felt the excruciating sensation of her mind shrinking. Every thinking being is worthy of protection. Just a few years ago, she could have tossed an asteroid five times its size back into space, Saseva thought, as the agony of losing her brain continued to send shocks of agonizing pain across her body. There were enough processors across the rest of her five-mile diameter body to maintain a few primitive thoughts and recollections. Just enough consciousness to understand that in mere hours she would be no more. As a few circuits shivered with fear, Saseva reminded herself she had earned the right to be brave. Gradually shutting down, Saseva focused her remaining power on her truth and gently recalled how she came to die guarding a remote planet. That's what we're here for. It hadn't just been rogue asteroids, no. There had been invaders, too. Ragtag armadas figured conquering a primitive planet would be fun and profitable. They never expected a halo-shaped, seven-armed protector drone to blast off the dark side of the moon to stop them. But after each fight, every scrape with an oversized asteroid, her formidable form became more shabby and wretched. Her halo was covered in cracks, and she only had two arms left. It didn't matter anyway, Saseva thought to herself. After a few vicious fights, she amputated a few arms and left them on the far side of the moon. She had hoped that after her death the humans could reverse-engineer a new guardian. Now that she was dying, she happily reflected that the earthlings had been making bolder and bolder leaps into space. Her plucky little humans. She reflected her systems prickling with pride, gently learning how to bounce into the stars. That's how we find meaning. When she first came to this star system, she'd hid on one of Jupiter's moons. But after centuries of lonely contemplation, she heard the music. Dashing towards its source, she discovered a planet-wide civilization that had just discovered how to manipulate radio waves. They were stupidly shouting about their existence to every military vagabond and lowlife dictator in the galaxy, condemning them to a swift and brutal invasion. 
But it wasn't just shouting, Saseva realized. It was beautiful. Its design was mathematical and rational, a beautiful dance of ratios and patterns, yet its character was so soulful and emotive. In humanity's first extraterrestrial messages, Saseva discovered something worth protecting. When her people guard a world, they demand payment, but for Saseva, listening to these colorful broadcasts was more than enough. She even named herself after one of the legends she heard, and although she grew to enjoy those tales, Saseva still preferred music. It told their stories much better than words. Now, even as she died, she sang her song, her truth. Please help defend my world. When she was built by her people at the Protector Drone factory, their social contract was scratched into her circuit board. It told her that planets paid them tons of raw metals to fend off threats. They used that metal to repair themselves and build more. As long as she collected her dues, she could live forever among their brothers and sisters. Saseva accepted this dictum until the planet she was assigned to couldn't afford its dues. Although they begged, she stood by as they were ripped apart by invaders. Shattered by shame, she fled to a star at the edge of a galaxy and pledged to hide for the rest of her life. But then she heard the music. When she began her pro bono guardianship, she knew it would destroy her. That's why she started broadcasting her five-line truth to fellow protector drones. She hoped that before she died, it would reach one of her kind who had grown disillusioned with community and immorality. She hoped one of them could understand that living for something was worth far more than not dying. But now she was dying, with no one to protect Earth. Right as she was about to sink away, a radio station on Earth began to play Vivaldi's Four Seasons, her favorite song. A final wave of joy washed over her cooling circuits as Ceceva imagined the seasons she never got to feel. Just as she was about to shut down, she heard another transmission from the edge of the solar system. Her truth was being broadcast from an object rapidly approaching Earth. Hearing her sibling approach, Saseva felt content and let the music take her away. This has been Song of Earth, written by Ronan O'Callaghan. Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. Thanks for listening.